We would like to welcome you back to the second episode of What's the Word Sports Podcast. As you know, my name is Jamel Matthews, and I'm excited and blessed to be here today. Man, say you're excited, excited and blessed. I'm Byron Washington. The same goes for me. Hey, man, let's get to it. And we got a lot of interesting topics to talk about today. But the very first topic of the day, I want to talk about Tim Tebow returning back to the National Football League. <laughs> I mean, what's to talk about, bro? <laughs> hey, man, your, la- your laughter explains it all, man. Yeah, hey, hey, that's self-explanatory right there. You laughing explains that that subject well enough. How you feel about it, bro? To me, I feel like he got, like, nine lives, man. Like, Tim Tebow would never go away. Like, the man became what the NFL quarterback. He sucked at that. They tried to make him, like, switch his position. He refused to. Went to go play baseball. He was bad at that. Now he's back in the NFL, and he's willing to change his position and play tight end. I mean, he should have did that years ago, man. If you want to be real about it, he should have really did that years ago. But, hey, if somebody offering you the opportunity, I can't be mad at him. Be mad at Urban Meyer. That's who you should be mad at. Well, does it start off? He gets drafted by the Denver Broncos, gets to play quarterback. All right, that doesn't work out. I have a long, live dream of playing baseball. You get that. You play with the New York Mets. The story continues. Your old college head coach hit you up and said about a possibility of you playing tight end for my football team that I just got the job from. Hey, man, you can't blame Tebow. I told you to blame Urban Meyer, man. He the reason for it all. They said they brought Tebow in so he can mentor the young folks, man, the young players or whatnot. I mean, I can see that. And I think they also said he can uh, help them create, like, a winning culture. Bro, what has Tim Tebow won in NFL? <laughs> Besides that one playoff game. And, bro, to be real about that, you know, that whole season leading up to that playoff win was won by the defense. Tim Tebow sucked, man. Just <laughs> <laughs> a Kawhi's, he sucked throughout those games until, like, the late fourth quarter when the defense held the game down for most of the game. Then he put them, like, in position to kick all those games when the field goes. But my point is, man, this is what this is what I'm not understanding because I saw uh, the people was comparing him to uh, Udonis Haslam. <laughs> nah. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not no comparison right there. I was there. like, hey, if Tim, T- if the Jadonis Haslam can uh, get the last spot on the Heath for all these years, why can't Tim Tebow come and uh, play for the Jack- Jacksonville Jaguars? I'm like, man, that's not even comparable. Jadonis Haslam have been a part of the Heat organization for, what, 18-plus years? And he's a three-time champion. He grew up in Florida, too. I think Tim Tebow grew up in Florida as well. But that's neither here nor there. I'm saying, if this man been a part of this organization for 18 years, man, he's seen the highs, he's seen the lows. And he's been mentoring these folks, you know, helping them, uh, you know, helping them go down the right road, won three championships. It's not comparable to Tim Tebow, who left the sport of football to go play baseball. Now he wants to come all the way back and change things years later. That's not comparable to me, bro, at all. I don't get it. I mean, I can see what they're saying as far as the mentorship goes. But Udonis Haslam, that's, that's kind of a bit of a stretch. He's been loyal to the organization for decades. My question is, if you're trying to impact these young players, wouldn't a smart move be to bring in somebody that's played in the NFL for years and just bring them in to mentor these young players instead of bringing somebody that haven't played an NFL game in years? That's why I don't get the Dennis Haslam comparison. This man been a part of the sport of basketball all his life, never left once. You get what I'm saying? Tim Tebow left, and he changed, and he's coming back, changing his position. And what I think he's what 34 now, 35. Yeah, thir- yeah 33, 34, one, around that age. 
it's like, come on, man. It's time. It's too late for that. It's not going to work out the way that they think it. They think it is as a player. Yeah, but, but to a coach. But I'm not getting like, not, why not make him a coach? That's my whole thing about it. Why a player? Like you just wasting a roster spot. Think people comparing them to the Colin Kaepernick situation as well, which I don't even think that's comparable. I mean, I can see, I can see why people saying Kaepernick got black ball. He's been out of the sport for what five years now himself. But the one thing about the Colin Kaepernick situation, man, you can't compare the two because Tim Tebow, regardless of how you feel about him, man, he's gonna bring in a lot of money. And the owners not gonna view him as a distraction. Colin Kaepernick, as much as I love him, love what he stood for. To those white owners, he's a distraction, but he's taken away from them. So I don't even think you can compare the two, which is wrong. Preseason start, media's going to be there. Regular season, if he's still if oh, he's still yeah. on their roster, the media's going to be there. But it's going to be a circus. Well, with that young team, I don't think you need that at this point, though. You're going to be – hey, you ready to uh, start T-boying again? Hey, gonna be hey, nah, I never did that. Nah. <laughs> nah, I, know, I never did no T-boy. I don't miss a bitch up, but I wasn't was T-boy as a little kid. He's going to be in front of the TV <laughs> with tears flowing down his face, man. Cry. I can't do it, bro. I, man, please. You know what's funny? Before we did this podcast today, I see a video when Tim Tebow was playing for the New York Jets. He lined up as a wide receiver. I forgot who threw him the ball. He didn't even put up his hands. The ball hit this man in the head and it bounced out of bounds. Uh, I'm looking at ESPN right now. <laughs> and they just showed the way you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, and you think this man could be a tight end? I mean, I, I don't need, I'm not even mad at Tim Tebow, man. Take every opportunity, man. Somebody give it to him. Hey, man. Bread Take is bread. Exactly. Keep collecting them checks. Keep collecting them opportunities. And just go for it. Just hope uh, Jacksonville Jaguars or well, some of their players. Don't get sick of it. Yeah, that, that's gonna be another thing in that locker room. It's all gonna transition into that locker room. I know it's a young locker room, but you you also got some veterans on that team too. But it is gonna work with him that like how he is. And he coming in. Hey, he, he last played what two thousand and then he was like, who? It's been probably over eight years, right? Yeah, wasn't the last time he played for for the, it was the Eagles? That was preseason though. This is gonna show you how terrible that man career ended as far as quarterback. I can't even remember. What was the last team? Yeah, I think it was Philadelphia, but that was preseason, though. I, yeah, it was years ago. It's a whole different NFL now. It's a whole different NFL compared to almost a decade ago. And hopefully Urban Meyer don't screw it up because you know him. He, yeah, he quick to screw something up. Hey, you already know my status on Urban Meyer. Don't, hey, don't let things go, start going wrong. They make them catch a, a mean migraine and say, oh, man, I can't coach you no more. <laughs> I ain't trying to talk about nobody help, but man, he's always sick, man, when things get tough. Hey, I I'm trying to make that point. I ain't trying to wish no no bad on him, but every time stuff starts going bad or a scandal pops up, oh my my head hurt. I gotta leave. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna touch on something that I know you love, and that's something that's gonna happen in the upcoming weeks. With this being the final week of the NBA regular season, what were some of your biggest surprises? It really hasn't been any surprises this year, to be real. The only surprise is I'm not even surprised by this. I was about to say this is a surprise, but it's really, it really not. Man, can nobody stay healthy? Like all of the key players have been hurt, if you really think about it. Because KD came back from injury, he's playing good. Then he started getting like nicked up or whatnot. But yeah, it's about that. KD's been hurt this year. James Harden, Kyrie Irving, LeBron, AD. Two two teams that we know are gonna be in the finals, man. Like that's not even just you know, even sugarcoat that we know those those two teams gonna meet up in the finals. 
Yeah, it's just been a whole bunch of injuries happening this year. Donovan Mitchell, prize probably been, yeah, the Utah Jazz been the number one seed in the Western Conference because I didn't expect that at all. And, yeah, and the Phoenix Suns, too, I think they ranked number two right now. I didn't see that coming at all, too. But then again, injuries have played a part in all those, like all those things being successful. Except the Utah Jazz because the Jazz losing Donovan Mitchell, they still been winning games. So salute to them. Salute to them. And, oh, yeah, I can say Russell Westbrook, he started off the season kind of shaky, but, man, he's been balling as of late. I got to give it to him. That was 182 career triple-doubles, man. I don't think hey. we'll ever see nobody break. I saw a clip just uh, this morning. It's it probably 2005, 2006, because they had, like, Jason Kidd in the clip. It was a young Jason Kidd, too, skinny, slim. I think it was a part of, like, the New Jersey Nets at that time. LeBron, a young LeBron at that. They was asking him questions like, do you ever think Oscar Robinson record of 181 career triple-doubles be broken? It was like, nah, I don't never see nobody breaking that. Hey, here we are, man, 2021. Russell Westbrook just broke the record. All praises to him, man. You know people like to shit on Russell Westbrook, but, man, you got to give it to him, man. Like, it takes a lot of energy, man. <laughs> it takes a lot of energy to get all those triple-doubles. And he won 70, at least or at least close to 70% of those games, too, that he get a triple-double in. So you can't say, hey, he could just be stat pad because the stats show that, Every game that he played, that he get a triple-double, he tends to win. So, if you ask him for surprises, I think that might have been a bounce back year for Russell Westbrook. The injuries, the seeding in the Western Conference so far. I got two surprises. The first one would have to be the New York Knicks. Mm. Oh, I forgot about the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't – coming into the season, I just thought it was going to be a, another New York Knicks season. But Julius Randle, he got some boys playing. Or the addition of Derrick Rose. I, hey, that's – that's a good one, man. That's a good one. Because I didn't even think about the New York Knicks. Yeah, they, yeah they, they've been balling. I honestly think they're going to probably, if they don't shock nobody, they probably going to take them deep in, in a playoff series. I think they're doing 4C right now? Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. Who would they play if the season would end today? Because I think they're the 4C. I think they'll probably play like the Hawks or somebody, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because I think the Hawks have been sitting at the 5th seed for a good minute now. Yeah, they have. Oh, the Knicks, the fourth seed. If they play against the Hawks, hey, that's a toss-up series to me. As much as I love Trey Young, Clint Capella, John Collins, that's still a toss-up series to me. Because New York, man, they tough on their defensive end. I think, like, another one of my surprises would have to be Joel Embiid and Jokic probably being, like, the front runners for the MVP conversation. Because coming into this season... Jokic's been balling, though, man. He's damn averaging a triple-double himself. We really can't take nothing away from him. I see a lot of people on social media complaining about his uh, MVP... Uh, you know, he's currently the front runner for MVP, but hey man, the man's been leading Denver all year. And I think what they're the fourth seed in the West right now. Still, they lost Jamal Murray, man. And the people wrote them off, but still. Yoke has been balling, so we really can't take nothing away from him. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah, he, uh, yeah you gotta think about like how tremendous that hurt that Nuggets team when you lost Jamal Murray. And they still in good contention to do something in the West. Well, Yoke is still being a front runner. And that team's still playing good. I didn't understand. Yeah. I was looking at ESPN and uh, people were saying the Nuggets are playing terrible and stuff like that. I was like, what, what are y'all talking about? They still playing good basketball. Yeah, they've been missing a whole bunch of other starters, too. I'm not starters, but players as well, if I'm not mistaken. So it's like, damn, y'all the fourth seed. Yoke has been healthy, too. Yoke ain't got the box. <laughs> Yoke ain't got the <laughs> Athletic body man type man to be real, he don't have that like body type that we seen from LeBron or Kate. Well, KD don't even got athletic body. He's skinny as hell. 
It's still, you know, like that prototypical, what an athlete's supposed to look like. Dude doesn't have that type of body at all. But somehow he's still durable. Like, that's crazy to me. He's in tip-top shape. So you can't take nothing away from the guy. All praise to him. He's been balling. He's been balling ever since the bubble of last year, too. Like, now that I think about it, man, a lot of those people that had, like, certain, like, great playoff games in that bubble, like, look at the Phoenix Suns. They ran off of what? They straight in the bubble. Now they second seed. Even Mitchell and Jamal Murray, they put on a show in that first round of the playoffs. Hey, look at both of their teams. NB, one thing I can say, Philadelphia struggled in a bubble, but he came back this year, man. He redeemed himself. We just got to wait to the playoffs and see what he does. But, man, a lot of these guys improved their game so well. So, and when, when you think about Jokic, people got to stop body shaming this man. I'm calling it body shaming. because hey, They do the same to the James White, too. <laughs> hey, both of them dudes, they get the job done. They they do excellent. They're going to get their teammates involved. They're going to score. They're going to do everything. They get the job done. Stop looking at the man's body and look at the man's skills. Yeah, everybody's body ain't going to be the same, man. Hey, they got a little gut, man, but they uh, <laughs> ain't balling. It's no shit. <laughs> hey, as long as you ball and you produce, to rest with all of that, man, who cares? And on the topic of the NBA, let's talk about James Harden, former teammate, Russell Westbrook, Notching. You know, the all-time triple-doubles record. I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. Oh, yeah, like I said earlier, as much as we complain about Russell Westbrook's game, like, we know he doesn't shoot well. You know, for as long as everybody said Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook is a ball hawk, I just think in certain moments he just tend to take horrific shots. Like, his shot selection is just crazy sometimes. But he will concede, man. Being with Kevin Durant, he tried his hardest to prove like that he was the top dog. So many people hold that against him and say, oh, he, he's a ball hog. He don't pass. And I think he went out his way to prove people wrong when they got Paul George because he deferred to him a lot. And Paul George had one of his best seasons. Came to Houston. He deferred to James Harden as well. Because last year, man, hey, last year, that was brutal. But he deferred to James Harden as well. James Harden was averaging damn near 40 at one point in time. They was losing. I think early on in the season he was averaging 40. But still, he allowed James Harden to do what James Harden does, which is score. I guarantee you, because Washington, hey, they dealt with a bad hand to begin the year. I think a lot of them had, well, coming down with COVID, a lot of those players was injured. Russell Westbrook was still was injured, too, because he hurt that uh, quad in the bubble. So he was still dealing with his injuries, and he was still dealing with COVID. So he's still expending that much energy, man, and putting it all online, night in and night out. That's crazy for me to think about. That's why I say he deserved everything that just came his way this year, man. For you to overcome COVID, and being injured, because if everybody can nice triple doubles, man, well, I think what well, this is four straight, not four straight, but four out of the last five seasons, he averaged a triple double. You can't take that away from him at all. That's another thing, man. I think sometimes <laughs> we criticize the athletes way too much, man, instead of just recognizing greatness. Like, that's greatness what he's doing right now, man. For some people said this record would have never been broken, man. It's been over 47 years, and he went out there and did that last night. You can't take that away from that man. You just got to give him his due. Praise him. And I hope he can win a championship toward the end of his career. That's the only thing people holding against him. Just like that's James Harden. Yeah, that's the only thing people holding against him is saying he can't win a championship. And I hope he win one by the time his career ends. I hope he win one. Since we live in like a championship or bus society, so I hope he win one. And I want to be the first to say, you know, you've been knowing me for a good minute now. I'm a person that, that believes a person deserves their flowers when they're alive. 
You can I, yeah, you criticize yeah, Russell Westbrook too. Yeah, I was the one that criticized Russell Westbrook, but like the last couple of years, I've been like noticing. I took the wrong side of it. You know, everybody has their laps. Kevin Durant, my favorite player, he has his laps where he does yeah, what I'm But I came to a realization that Russell Westbrook, no matter what the night is, it could be cold outside. It could be raining outside. But one thing about Russell Westbrook, you always going to get 150% no matter what the night is. You know, we always talk about heart. That If you want to model somebody that, that has heart, Russell Westbrook has heart. He's going to always come out there with that dog mentality. He don't get the job done. Mentality. I think his game turned people off sometimes. The way his like his style of play turns people off. But my whole point is because you hear a lot that y'all he's a ball. I don't think he's a ball. I just think the man just took terrible shots in big moments a lot. <laughs> like when he should have deferred to Kevin Durant. I think that was the first step that turned people off. That's what I think. I really think so. I think that's what makes people just like, man, I, I don't like watching Russell Westbrook play. He's erratic at times. He just takes some of the dumbest shots. But I think instead of criticizing, we should just be praising him for what he does well, which is uh, get his teammates involved, give you 110% every night. He's going to give you everything he has, and he ain't scared of nobody. <laughs> and he ain't scared of the moment either. I think Russell Westbrook probably the hardest playing player I've ever seen. Because I don't see how you can get up every night in, night out. Sometimes when you're on a back-to-back games, and like this year, man, some of these teams are playing like, Three games in four nights, or like five games in six nights, and he's still out there doing that. Woo, man. And he had COVID. And a lot of players have been complaining that had COVID. Just the other day, I think, what was it? Who was it that was kind of uh, complaining? Was it Fournier? I know Jason Tatum was kind of, uh, I ain't gonna say they was complaining, but they were talking about like the side effects they've been having since they had COVID. Like their trouble, they've been having trouble breathing and like getting their wind back. And they still can't, like, smell certain things. So it's like, man, for him to have COVID and come back and produce the way he has, hey, I'm just happy for him. And one thing I wanted to, to touch on, that it's probably one of my favorite Russell Westbrook moments. I, I can't remember what year it was, but I remember it was in Chicago. The dude got hit by Andre Robeson, had a big old dent in the side of his head. I was like, man, i never seen that. No, that was uh, Portland. That was Portland. That was Portland? Oh, yeah, it was Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, it was Robinson that. Yeah, it was his own teammate that hit him. It wasn't nobody else. It was his own teammate that hit him. It was like a knee, right? Yeah, and I was like, man, I've never seen no stuff like that. I was like, I was, I was expecting the dude to be out for like two, two months. Man, this dude come back with a face mask on and still playing. Yeah. And, and speaking of, that was the first season he started getting those triple doubles too. Yeah, it was. I think he had like. Yeah, I think he like uh, tied MJ or Oscar, one of those guys. Or he probably broke the record. I think he had like four straight games of like triple doubles. That's when everybody was like, damn, what's going on with Russell Westbrook? He took that next step as like a superstar without Kevin Durant. And I think when he started doing that, that's when him and Kevin Durant kind of started butting heads a little bit. Because we already knew that Russell Westbrook, he liked to take uh, erratic shots sometimes. But then I think that's when he felt like, damn, I ain't deferring to nobody no more. I can prove it. I can uh, be a, a superstar in this game, too. So why defer to somebody? Yeah, that was that season. What you can say, uh, that alpha dog mentality came out of. Yeah, I, yeah, I you know, Kevin is... Durant has that alpha dog mentality, but he's more so, he's quiet about it. But yeah. he'll let you know behind the scenes, hey, man, I need that ball. Yeah, Russell Westbrook, he, uh, he gonna, uh, he's a man's man. He's going to let you know up front. I think he loves confrontation. 
2014-2015 season is what, damn, it's all, for him to do that in this short period of time, man, that's crazy. Yeah, that's been eight years too. What, seven, eight years? Since when he really started getting those triple-doubles like that? Damn, that's crazy, man. For him to break the record that quick, by Thomas Korean, how many triple-doubles do you think he'll, like, capture? You know what? I was thinking about that when they have Russell Westbrook seemed like he got a lot left in the tank still. Man, honestly, how he playing this season, like that month of April, hey, if he, this month of April been just crazy for him. Hey, if he if he come with that mentality, uh, I don't want to overestimate, but if before the end of his career, this man could get up to 300, and he playing yeah, like I that. I was thinking about probably like 350. Yeah, I, I, I think he's going to clip 300. Yeah, he gonna get yeah, that three hundred. Yeah, he gonna yeah, he gonna take that apart. I might say, you know what? Not three fifty. I don't think he'll get that many. Probably three twenty, three hundred and twenty, three hundred and twenty, three hundred and thirty. Now that I don't think that'll ever be broken though. <laughs> no, nah, it's not. Nah. <laughs> Cause I don't think no player's that's man. That takes a lot of energy. I don't see no player uh, doing that, man. Rebounding, playmaking, scoring. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. I might have to see. I might have to see it for me to believe, but I don't think nobody gonna capture his record by the time all said and done. Cause man, that dude, he different, man. Yeah, it seemed like he got it and he running off with it. No, I right, I don't see nobody catch. It's like you saying both. I don't see nobody catching up with that. Yeah, that dude, he he in tip top shape. Uh, that's crazy to me, man. I still can't believe that. That's that's a lot of triple doubles, man. In this short period of time. I just hope he does something in the playoffs, though. I don't feel like – I just don't feel like, you know, turning on the TV and social media and hear people criticize the man. So, nah, that's all he care about is triple-doubles, this and that shit. Celebrate him, man. That's what we got to start doing, man. We got to start celebrating these uh, athletes, man. Instead of criticizing. I think we criticize them way too much. Yeah, yeah, we do. We put too much emphasis on championships. Everybody not going to win a championship. Nah, if, they, if it was like that, everybody have a championship. Exactly. Everybody ain't going to win a championship. So we just got to start, hey, praising these people, man. Shit, they, I, yeah, bro. They, yeah, I, that's the only thing I don't do. I dislike. I think the championship or bus mentality, that's kind of ruined the sport a little bit, man. I don't even think it's just football. It's, I mean, a basketball, it's football. We don't, nobody cares about baseball, but in the sport of football and basketball, too many times, man. We uh he ain't got no championship though. He ain't got no ring. Like, damn, why y'all only blaming the player? Can you blame the organization too? <laughs> or the coach. It, it's, it's, or the a lot coach. Of it's a lot of things that can it's set a player exactly. up for not winning a ring. It's a lot of things that goes into winning championships. It takes some luck as yeah. well. And everybody gotta be on the same page to win that championship from the from the top to the bottom. Exactly. Got the whole organization got to be on their P's and Q's. You can't just only blame one singular player. That's not the way it works. To end this on the right note, we know your favorite rapper is getting into basketball, Drake. You got Lil Baby out here hooping, Lil Dirt. Oh, Lil Baby's terrible, man. <laughs> yeah, you got him hooping out here, 2 chains. But the most relevant of them all is J. Cole. And he's set to play for the Rwanda Club in the Basketball League in Africa. And I, I just want to uh, see what you thought about that. Didn't Jay Cole like hoop in college or something like that? Yeah, he did. He, he so, I mean, I, he's 36, so <laughs> why are you trying to hoop now professionally? But hey, once again, everybody got to, hey, you want to just, if that was your dream, 
you feel like you didn't achieve it when you were younger, but you still want to now, and somebody's giving you the opportunity, like Tim Tebow, why not take it? Hey, it's a direct connection. You see, we, we started off with Tim Tebow, and we came right back to J. Cole. Somebody might say, oh, J. Cole taking away opportunities from other players, but like I said, once again, I can't be mad at the person that's, you know, taking advantage of the opportunity. Be mad at the person that's giving it out. Yeah. J. Cole, I, I think it's all part of his, uh, you know, album rollout, too, because his album dropping in, what, a couple of weeks? It dropped this Friday. Oh, it dropped this Friday? Yeah, it dropped this Friday. And I don't even think he played that many games, J. Cole, right? I think they said it's – I don't even know if he – I guarantee you won't play a full season, though, if that's the way it works. He's not playing a full season. Nah, I don't I don't think he's going to play no full season because you got to think about it. His album is coming out, right, this Friday. That's why I said it's a part of the album roll out, I think. The world is starting to open back up. Yeah, I start thinking people are starting to go back on tours now. Dude probably gonna play a couple of games, do his thing, and go right back to the music aspect of things. Yeah, that's what I think is gonna happen. Cause there ain't no way in the world he's playing a whole season. I'm reading right now, rap star J. Cole to play three to six games in the basketball Africa League. Yeah, I knew this is all part of the album roll lot and the dream he wanted to achieve, which I can't blame him. Go get it then. I just want to see what he's gonna do out there though. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> hey, who who knows? He might is in a Russell Westbrook get an average of triple double them three to six. Hell nah. <laughs> them Africans don't play, bro. African man, they got a lot of skilled people, a lot of pro players from Africa coming up too. It's not happening, man. J. Cole and get his shit thrown left and right. Hopefully he don't get dunked on or crossed up or something something crazy like that, though. But I just can't wait to see him hoop. I want to see if he can really who, because I see I see him, I see certain clips of him sometimes training with uh, what's the trainer name that everybody trains with? He's on Chris Brinkley. That's his name. Are you talking about Chris, Chris Brinkley? Yeah, I be seeing him training with Chris Brinkley a lot, and I see like he got yeah he got a little game to him. He can shoot a little bit, but that's a whole different ball game, and we talking about professionally. Yeah, he, I don't really see him doing much. It was a video he dropped up. Well, somebody dropped it yesterday. He dumped. But he didn't stick to landing. Dude fell straight. That wasn't J. Cole. I saw that. That wasn't J. Cole? No, oh, man. Hey, man, that dude looked just like J. Cole. <laughs> that dude, that dunk, bro, dude lost, hey, he lost his grip on a round, bro. Slipped down and damn near fell on his face. That wasn't J. Cole at all. I thought it was J. Cole, too, for a moment until I saw him. I'm like, hell no, it's not J. Cole. <laughs> hey, hey, even when hey, J. Cole was trying to dunk at the All-Star game, I forgot, I think it was with uh, Dennis Smith. Yeah, it was. This dude tried to dunk on some jeans. Damn, that got hung. <laughs> yeah, he got the height. Hey, from, from what I've been seeing, he got he got a little shot on him. But, hey, yeah, man. he got a shot. He got a little game to him, but I don't think that game will translate to a professional league. We talk shit about certain leagues and certain players, but those players are highly skilled. Like, it's crazy how skilled they are. They just, hey, they just go to show you how tough the NBA is, too. People don't realize they think when you sit at the end of the bench, you trash, you ain't buying that. But I guarantee you, that person at that end of that bench, if you ask them to play one on one, they not that thing they're gonna smoke you exactly. And I love to sit at the end of the bench too for like two or three million dollars. Man, please, oh, yeah, you sign me up, you sign me up for that, especially if I'm in Florida or uh, Texas where you ain't really got to pay that many taxes. Oh, yeah, I'm making all my money damn near so. Sign me up to sit at the end of the bench. Yeah, give me in with 25 seconds. Let, let me get one shot. <laughs> uh, you want me to go uh, you want me to, uh, clock out, coach? I got you. <laughs>
Give the clock out. I got you, coach. I ain't got time to be. Hey, y'all want me to suit up tonight? Okay, bet. As long as I'm making my two to three million a year. <laughs> this is what Tim Tebow was probably going to be doing. Yeah. Torn. <laughs> hey, man, I told you it was a direct connection. Hey. hey, this is all coming full circle. It was an amazing show today. And we want to thank everybody for listening to our podcast. Next week, we'll have an exclusive interview from a player and more breaking news topics. What the hook gonna be? I don't need no fucking hook on this beat. Only singing niggas still good on these streets. Got a phone with it, still pushing on it. I came a long way from nice to the